Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. How is everybody out there? Today is October 31st. It's Thursday at 6.30 p.m., and here I am. I am broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, as always, I don't have a lot to talk about, and we'll see where this goes. Okay, so I hope you all are doing well today. Hope you're all having a good time tonight. I've got the lights turned off because I don't want any trick-or-treaters uh, bugging me while I try to talk tonight. And, and my wife is actually home tonight, and she's in there. I think she's watching along with the live stream, and uh, so she could handle that for me, but uh, we're not going to deal with them tonight. So I hope you all are well. Um, I certainly enjoyed some of the Facebook discussions I had this week. I really do appreciate all the encouragement all of you have given me out there. I've actually received a lot of encouragement and a lot of uh, support and encouragement to keep going further with these things. It's hard to actually do this from week to week. I'm finding it to be kind of a struggle for me. It's The hardest part for me is coming up with a, a topic to talk about. I I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't want to repeat myself and I also don't want to spend a lot of time talking about something somebody else is talking about. So I I don't know. It's just one of my personal struggles and we'll see where it goes. But I'm going to dedicate myself to doing this once per week even if I don't have a topic. So it'll force me to come up with something. So I do appreciate your prayers and your encouragement. And I, that's really all i got to say about that. Let's see. Uh, I had a great weekend. I went down to uh, the Current River. We closed up camp for the uh, winter. That's always sad to see, but it's also kind of a relief because now I don't have to prepare to go camping. So a little bit more leisure time on my hands. And we're getting ready to go to the Ashland Conference next Friday going to try to get onto the uh, wall of flame at the uh, wings, etc. there. I got on it down here at uh, Jackson, Missouri with uh, Drew Dietz. He's the pastor of the uh, Sovereign Grace Church in Jackson, Missouri. And I, I was texting uh, Jim Bird a picture of my photo, and he said uh, to me, he says, unless I see it, I won't believe it. So I, uh, I'm going to have to show him, I think, firsthand that I can get onto the wall of flame. And for those of you that aren't familiar with that, it's, it's basically eating 16 wings with their hottest wing sauce. It wasn't that hard, but uh, apparently it's difficult for some folks. Okay, and so on there, I'd, I'd hope to have all kinds of people there with me, uh, all, all the brothers and sisters in Christ out there, particularly the ones that I don't get to see that often. I know that Casey is going to be the be there in, in, in Ashland, and I think, Tim, you're going to be there, Nicholas, uh, and Daisy, and Justin from Texas are going to be there, of course, i got friends in uh, Ashland, hope to be there, and maybe even Jim Bird, and who knows, maybe we can get Tim James and Gary Shepard there as well, which will be kind of fun, so, but I am looking forward to the fellowship, and of course, the all the excellent preaching that is going to be brought Norm Wells, Gary Shepard, Tim James, they never 
they never have disappointed me in their preaching. So I am looking so much, I'm looking forward to all of that. It's just going to be a great time. I went last year and I had a blast. And I said, after that, that one conference, I said, as long as there's a conference at 13th Street Church in uh, Ashland, I am going to actually be there. Okay, so that's that's my introduction. Now let's get straight to the meat. I said in the chat earlier that I was going to talk about water. Well, particularly water baptism is my subject today. And unlike a lot of sermons you've probably heard on water baptism, the necessity for baptism or the uh, you know believer's baptism or the type of baptism one must engage in i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna go off on a little different angle here okay so baptism what is it with this topic what is it and why is it everyone's favorite topic to talk about i know it's not everybody's favorite topic but it sure does get a lot of attention i think it gets more attention than it deserves okay now i'm not downplaying baptism i love baptism okay just want to put that up front. I love I love believers' baptism. I believe only believers should be baptized, and I think it's something that uh, is something that a congregation or God's people can take great joy in. Okay, but I think we spend too much time talking about it. Okay, I enjoy a good baptism just as much as anybody else would, but uh, we just spend too much time talking about it, and I think what bothers me is some people make baptism the basis for fellowship now all the people I hang out with that I don't think that's the case I don't think they're making baptism their basis for fellowship at all it's always been the gospel but some people will go f further than just saying you need to be baptized uh, or only believers need to be baptized we're not even talking about pedo baptism here baptizing of babies work people get caught up in the mode okay unless you're dunked or baptized by immersion they they won't even have fellowship with you or they won't let you be a member of their church and uh i just think we're really we're gonna divide over this you know what are we looking at here the water the baptismal waters or are we looking at christ and what do we have fellowship in is it what bathtub we got dunked in, or is it uh, the gospel? Okay, so, you know, and, in, and I say this as an immersionist. Okay, if I figure if I'm going to pick a way to get wet after believing the gospel, I think there's nothing better than a good dipping in, in water. Okay, <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and take a, a brief look at this word, baptizo. Uh, it's the Greek. It's a Greek word, okay, and uh, I think uh, I looked at one definition out there. It says to wetten. Wetten. That's not a word you hear every day. I'm going to wetten that. Uh, <laughs> to soak or immerse with water, okay. Now we could go into all these scriptural passages trying to prove immersion as the only valid way and i certainly believe it it probably is the most scriptural way for baptism 
But let's just take a look at, so, baptizo, immerse, wetten, or soak, okay? And if you look at the Septuagint, which is the uh, Greek translation of the Hebrew scriptures, the Old, the old Hebrew, the Hebrew Old Testament, there is a, there is a passage in there, Daniel 4, 33, uh, and I'm just going to read this to you. Uh, the same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men, and did eat grass as auction oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hairs were grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. Now, the word baptizo was actually used in the, in the Greek version of this passage, okay? And there was, so I'm just, I'm not, I'm not making a doctrinal claim here. I'm just saying that the word baptizo can be used interchangeably. It doesn't always necessarily mean to immerse. And the, and the reason I'm saying that is Nebuchadnezzar, I'm not saying he was a believer or anything like that. I'm just saying he was wet with the dew of heaven. Now, there's no way you can be immersed in dew, okay? After spending all night outside and waking up, you're going to have water all over you. It, it's... It's the uh, dew of heaven that, 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 that was on Nebuchadnezzar, and he wasn't immersed in it. But the word baptizo was used in that instance. Okay? So, in my opinion, being wet is what signifies being washed or being baptized, okay, in the Holy Spirit. Or, okay? It doesn't matter how you got wet, just that you got wet. Okay? So, while I am an immersionist by practice, I would consider any baptism, for example, by pouring water on somebody, following faith in the gospel, where the believer was wet, okay, to be a proper water but baptism, okay, well, okay, so the idea is the person gets wet, okay, and we're not waterists, we're gospelists, okay, so that's one reason why I skew the name Baptist. I'm not a Baptist. I'm a believer. Okay? So, like I said, baptism, I believe, is a dividing wall of hostility at times. And it shouldn't be that. It's a joyful celebration. It's an outward testimony of an inward reality. And it's something that the... Congregation can take uh, great joy in seeing somebody being water baptized. When the person has been poured or immersed and comes out of the baptismal waters soaking wet and facing the congregation, declaring their faith in, in Christ and the gospel, it is a beautiful thing, okay? Because it's a picture of the inward reality. The real baptism... It's not the water baptism. We're not looking at the water. We're looking at the the real baptism is baptism in the Holy Spirit. Okay, now I'm not talking like the baptism of the Holy Spirit that the Charismatics talk about. I'm talking about real faith in the gospel. Okay? Ah. So, do you make water baptism a basis for, for fellowship? I hope you don't. I hope you don't because our fellowship is in Christ. Okay, and the only thing that ever washed me was my baptism in the Holy Spirit. 
when he brought me to faith and repentance in Christ. And I came to see how needy I was and that I had no righteousness of my own. And the only thing that could save me was an external or alien righteousness. And then I was pointed to Christ, and he caused me to believe in the testimony of God, Christ's life, death, and resurrection. And he is the true and only living water. Okay, and there's my dog. She's uh, a little crazy. Okay. So anyway, Christ is my baptism. I look to him, not my water baptism, or even my faith for my salvation. He saved me completely, and he holds me secure in his hand. And I'll never, ever thirst again. Okay? So, that's really all I got on, on that. The, that's really all I wanted to talk about today regarding baptism. So, there is a great paper out there called, uh, let's see, what's it called here? It's called Baptism, a Four-Part Study, okay, by, by Brother Bob Higby. He uh, he goes into uh, the entire he 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 goes into it better than I have obviously in this message, and he talks about uh, pedo baptism. He talks about baptistism and uh, how he how he talks about uh, uh, baptism in the scriptures. Oh, and I I just want to say also he brought up a really good point that uh, baptism in the New Testament is always referring to Holy Spirit baptism unless it explicitly uh, mentions water within the context, okay? And I think Baptists and Pado baptists both get this wrong. Uh, both of them point to, it, to baptism as being the sign of the New Covenant sometimes. I'm not saying all, pa all, all Baptists do this. Okay, Pado baptists in particular will say that uh, baptism replaces circumcision, circumcision in the New Testament, so therefore you should baptize your babies, and uh, that's just hogwash. And also, Baptists will also say that the sign of uh, uh, the New Covenant, not all, not all Baptists say this, but some will say that it's... Bat, your water baptism also is the sign, but the sign of the new covenant is not is not uh, it's not your water baptism. It's it's your Holy Spirit baptism. It's the circumcision of your heart. That is the sign of the new covenant, and that is the only water baptism. That is the only baptism that really matters. Okay. So anyway, I thought. Uh, you all would like to read that article. It's a it's a good four part study. I I sometimes think we get caught up again. I'm repeating myself. We get caught up with this idea of baptism being a being something to debate and to fight about and to bicker about and to argue about, and we get caught up and we separate ourselves from each other based on baptism. Really, this is what we're going to divide over. Come on, people. This is not, that is not the issue. The issue is always, the only reason we should divide from one another is because we have a disagreement on the gospel, okay? Or anything that affects the gospel message, okay? And so I can certainly see how paedo-baptism might get in, in, into, into things there. I, 
I myself have a hard time. I would have a hard time being in a church that practiced baptizing babies. Okay. But because I think it, but just because somebody believes that you should baptize babies, that doesn't mean that they're not a believer. Okay. You need to get, you need to get down into the, uh, I mean, for Augustus top lady, for example, was a pedo Baptist. Okay, so you need to get you need to get down into the uh, the scriptures, and you need to talk to them and find out what they really believe. And uh, you know, I just say, let's just stop dividing over water. Back when we when we divide over water, we are taking our eyes off the gospel, and uh, you know, that's that's where I am on it, and that's really all I got to say. And I said this three or four times now, so. I apologize. But anyway, that's all I got. I, If you want the link to the article, you can go to uh, pristinegrace.org. You can go into the search section and search for baptism study, and it'll pop right up. Or you can just ask me in the in the chat, and I'll actually I'll just post it in the in the Facebook chat after this is this is over. So. That's all I got. Look forward to seeing you next Thursday at the same time. It may change to 7 or 7.30. I'm not sure. Angie's got my schedule figured out for me, so we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll, we'll talk about it. We may change schedules. So anyway, this, this, this is all I have. So I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for your encouragement. I... Uh, Look forward to doing this again in the future. So, gospel blessings to you. Grace and peace. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.